0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 8 of Crime and Court USA. I'm your host, Mundo Carrillo. Hope you guys are doing well. Not much new to report over here. It's had a pretty chill weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get a whole lot done. <laughs> haven't done much. It's a nice, uh, it's a rainy day out here in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. I haven't really gone outside because it was raining all day, and then yesterday it was just like windy and cold. And so. I don't really feel like doing much, so kind of haven't left the house in a few days. So, feeling like a bit of a hermit. Yeah, feeling a little isolated at the moment, but uh, I don't know, it was nice. It was nice and sunny, like last week. I was getting out there, you know what I mean? So, hoping it gets nice and sunny again, so I can get back out there. So yeah, I knew I said I was going to talk about the capital riot today. I'm going to actually push that back again <laughs> Uh just because it's it's a pretty big topic and, uh you know, I don't want to ruin it. And I got to come up with a better plan on how to address bigger topics like that. You know what I mean? I don't know if I want to do like more than one episode, if I want to do one big episode, if I actually want to bring guests on to do stuff like that. You see, you guys, I actually used to be a journalist, you know what I mean? I should actually be a reporter, so I can do some actual reporting and some actual journalism if I want to, if I so choose. I don't know, I haven't been doing much of that lately. I've been kind of having fun just kind of keeping up with the news and just kind of talking about it and telling you guys about it. But I think I do, a. Uh, might want to do some actual journalism and talk to people, dig up some new information, all that kind of good stuff. Where am I going with this? Oh, yeah, Capital riot. <laughs> That's uh, that, that's back on hold for now, so uh, I kind of changed up the game plan for today. Couldn't really think of, of what else to talk about, so I'm kind of just going to go over some headlines so over the last couple of days. It's going to kind of be a more laid-back episode, so uh, let's get right into it. This got my attention here. South Carolina just passed a law that gives death row inmates, where it forces death row inmates to choose between the electric chair or the firing squad. Yeah, apparently lethal injection is no longer an option for some reason. So yeah, they uh, got to choose whether they want to be shot to death or they want to be electrocuted. That sounds horrible. Like if you were to be put to death by the government, you'd think the best way to go Would be lethal injection. I would assume that hurts the least, and you just kind of go, who knows? Who knows what's really going on there? But to be shot to death, a firing squad? Are you kidding me? That sounds, that sounds, that sounds awful. Like to think that people actually still do that, and they do still do that. Looks like three people. Yeah, three people have died by firing squad. Three inmates have died by firing squad in the United States since 1977. All of them i Have been in Utah, and so now South Carolina, Utah, Oklahoma, and Mississippi, all have firing squad <laughs> as, a, as an official means of execution. I don't know. That's just that's just crazy. Firing squad. Can you imagine if that's like your job too? Like if you're on the firing squad, like it's like, well, what do you do? Like oh, I just shoot people until they die. <laughs> oh, oh man, that sounds that sounds horrible what would you guys choose (laughs) since since they're making you choose i don't know i guess electrocution because i'm sure that's extremely painful as well we've all i'm sure you've been electrocuted before minorly just touched like the like an open cord or something ah it kind of zaps you that's pretty painful doing that until you die seems pretty painful these see these these just don't sound like good options to me man they just don't sound good. So I think there are some lawsuits already in the works over that. Yeah, I guess a couple of inmates saying that uh, that they still should be uh, killed by lethal injections. Since, well, they're saying that they can't be electrocuted because they were sentenced under a prior law that made lethal injection the default execution method. So I don't know why lethal injections aren't a thing in South Carolina anymore. I might have to dig into that. And get back to y'all. <laughs> like I said, I used to be a journalist. I could actually dig into this. Find out the answers for you guys. And give it to you. But since we're doing this episode on the fly. I'll just wait. <laughs> but either way. <laughs> either way. Firing squad. Electrocution. You gotta make a choice in South Carolina. You're on death row. So yeah. Yeah, I my, might my, my actually dig back into that one. At some point. Just because again, that's. I mean, I'm leading with that because that that really caught my attention. the fact that firing squad is still a still a means of execution here in America, and three people have been executed that way since 77 That's crazy. maybe maybe I'll look into those cases and see see what those are all about, see how see how they're carried out. That's another thing that's interesting right? Is how like who gets put on the firing squad? <laughs> Do you have to volunteer for that? Does, are you assigned to it? Do you have a choice? Where do these people come from? Are they from the state like Department of Corrections? Guess they kind of have to be right? I don't know. that's interesting. We're thinking out loud today, you guys. <laughs> thinking about loud about what we might want to tackle in the future, so yeah, yeah, well, maybe we'll get back to that. That sounds kind of interesting. okay, moving on. just an update to a case that I've been talking about on the show. I think it's pretty much episode one or two. that is a district attorney in North Carolina is, well, we're staying in the, staying in the Carolinas, so it looks like, but our district attorney in North Carolina said that deputies were justified when they shot and killed Andrew Brown Jr. in Elizabeth City last month. This apparently happened at a press conference today on, what is today? May 18th has been recording this and this came out today. tank County District Attorney, I'm sorry if I'm not saying the county right, DA there, Andrew Womble, said in a news conference today that the officers you shot, Andrew Brown Jr. were justified because they had reason to believe that their lives were in danger when Brown drove away. Now, the thing is, the the thing why this case is, is controversial is not only did the police kill another black man, but the video of this incident has not been released despite demands from even, even the governor of North Carolina asking for the video to be released. But a judge blocked it saying that it would hinder the investigation into the shooting because apparently the state's looking into the officer-involved shooting, into into that portion of it. And so it's, it's not being released. So what happened today was the DA Womble, he showed clips from video of the shooting instead of displaying the whole thing. So that gives kind of the criticism of it being nitpicked to show what you want it to show. Again, usually the best way to to go about these is to just release the full video publicly to news media and so forth, so they can release it to the public. Doing these things, showing videos at a press conference, piecemeal, yeah, is not really not really the way to go. It's not what people want. They want the full video, and of course, uh, Andrew Brown's family got an attorney, and they uh, they're calling BS. They're saying that the officers' lives weren't in danger. They say the video shows that they, I believe, they have been yeah they've they, they've got the video a redacted version where faces are blurred out as so the judge ruled that the family could get the video, but the public is out of luck for now. So there you go. district attorney saying that that shooting was justified. I don't know, I, I have a feeling that since this is a high profile case that the video will come out eventually through pressure or someone will just release it. I think it'll come out. We'll finally get to see what happened. if you guys recall, the police video of George Floyd, the big, the video that everyone saw and got everyone's, uh, you know, got everyone's attention was actually uh, by a teenager. It wasn't even police video. It was by a bystander. So yeah, sometimes police video doesn't even cut it. Release the video. Release the video. Anyhow, just thought I'd keep you guys posted on that. Oh, and I, I should mention this because again, a court podcast, there's always, there's always that one story I have every week that's like Supreme Court related. Well, it's like, oh, well. Gotta mention this because this is a court podcast. Sometimes Supreme Court news isn't very sexy, but this one I saw kind of making the rounds. The Supreme Court's going to review an abortion ban or a ban in Mississippi that uh, that bans abortions after 15 weeks. People say that a ruling on this one can pave the way to change up Roe v. Wade or to abolish Roe v. Wade, which basically is the ruling that said that abortions are essentially legal in, in the United States. That's that's putting it very simply, but that's that's the gist of it, basically. Um, and that's <laughs> that's kind of the reason why I didn't go full force into this story because abortion it's, it's very tricky I'm not really well versed on abortion laws or anything like that so I'd have to really read up on this issue to really give you guys a full picture of what's going on and what the ramifications are and stuff like that so here there we go put it in the po- put it in our pocket another topic for that for down the line is uh, abortion rights and ab- abortion laws not that, that's such a tricky one that's always going to be an issue maybe maybe I can get someone to come on and talk about that so they can explain it and so I don't have to. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, very,
1: uh, this is a very
0: loose episode, isn't it? I'm just openly talking about what I would like to do and stuff <laughs> instead of just actually doing it. But anyways, yeah, I uh, I, I will definitely keep an eye on that because uh, now that the Supreme Court has a six to three conservative hold, six conservatives versus three liberals, you know, people think that this kind of stuff might happen with abortion law getting challenged. So this will surely come up. And we've been talking about a lot about the, the change up on the Supreme Court or possible change ups in the Supreme Court on this podcast. I've talked about people wanting to pack the court now that Democrats have control of the House, the Senate, and of the presidency that they're going to want to naturally want control of the Supreme Court, which again has a has a conservative control. So yeah, there's, there's all this talk of Democrats now wanting to pack the court with do what's known as packing the court in order to get more, more liberals in there. So that would mean expanding the court to 13 justices just to stuff it with, I guess, four more liberals. There, there are nine justices now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a big old thing. That's another thing I actually do want to jump into is, is, is packing the court and what that all means. And I mean, I think everyone tries to do it right. I mean, when the Republicans got a bunch of people in before uh, uh well during Trump's presidency and now Democrats want to flip want to flip it. I didn't realize how political the Supreme Court really was until I kind of started doing this podcast and really looking at the u s Supreme Court again i I was doing mostly local news in my past life <laughs> in my previous job, so this is, this is really my first time kind of looking at things on a national level and uh yeah super super interesting how political it really is, yeah, you think it's not, but it is it definitely is. <laughs> anyways, we'll, we'll get back to that at some point as well. What else did I want to talk about? Oh, yes, the LA Times has a great story. But have you guys heard the story about the Hot Cheetos guy? How I've heard this folklore before. I've heard this legend where this guy who was a janitor, a Frito-Lay. Came up with the, he invented, I guess, like the hot, flaming Hot flavor. And rose up to be an executive at the company and all that through this ingenious idea. And turns out it's not true. <laughs> yeah, the LA Times has a story about how that guy basically lied about it and how hot Cheetos are basically invented in the 80s and he's over here saying he did it like in the nineties or two thousands or something. Yeah. Yeah, so there. So I guess um it's it's actually a pretty good story if you guys want to go check it out. It's basically like he got away with telling this lie because the higher-ups at Frito Lay just they retired or just left the company and just didn't care to challenge him. <laughs> They were just like whatever, so I think it looks like some, some employees just kind of came out and said that that's not true, Etsy. Yeah, LA Times cites a bunch of dozen, or a bunch of dozen, uh, more than a dozen former free lay employees and archival records. Now that's investigative journalism, baby. Really getting in there, looking at archival records, <laughs> just to see if this guy is telling the truth or not. Speak truth to power, you liar, you freaking liar. And what, what a good story, right? That's like that, that typical rags to riches story where it's like, what? You were the janitor and you invented something that pretty much everybody loves. <laughs> hot Cheetos. People love their hot Cheetos. And it's not even true. But she's like, he was Mexican, right? And I was like, yeah, look at this Mexican guy, you know, inventing a snack that that all Americans enjoy. Can't we just appreciate this? And no, he, was a, he apparently is a liar. Not really crime-related. I guess, but kinda. You know what I mean? I, f- I, I feel like that's it's almost criminal to lie about something like that. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's all I really want to gloss over today. Good thing I do podcasts twice a week, so later this week I might have something a little more interesting to talk about. <laughs> and um, yeah, you guys, you know, full transparency, I want to be completely open and honest with you guys, but I'm really still trying to figure out how to do the show. You know, is it, uh, do I just kind of gloss over the headlines and some of the bigger stuff? Do I really dig into bigger topics? Do I do, do I do both? I don't know. And at what point do I get guests on to explain stuff that, again, I'm maybe too dumb to really, <laughs> at least, uh, you know, at least that I can't really explain to you guys. Yeah. I, I do like really digging into stuff and explaining it to the audience in a very uh, clear way. That is my, that was my job as a reporter, right. To take complicated stuff and explain it. So I don't mind doing that, but I think maybe a professional, or two, coming on to really explain things might uh might do us all some good. So um yeah, th- thanks for uh, tuning in today, guys. Uh, sorry it's a little laid back, but you know what? Sometimes you know sometimes you just gotta chill, man. Sometimes you just gotta just gotta kick up your feet, <laughs> just uh you know, just not worry so much, just kind of get it done. You know what I mean? I appreciate you guys uh, sticking around. Uh, remember to check out the Facebook page if you haven't already checked it. out. I want that to be a place where the community can come together and discuss things. Remember to rate and review the podcast. If you can do that on your podcast service of choice, we are up and coming. So if you could spread the word, I would be very grateful. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell everybody, tell everybody about this podcast. And until next time, guys, my name is Mundo and I'm out. Peace.